Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. You and I are told increasingly we have to choose between a left or right. Well, I'd like to suggest there is no such thing as a left or right. There's only an up or down. It has been long overdue to expose the truth that the Democrats and Republicans are sucking the life out of America's liberty and usurping our rights at every turn. Now is the time to seize our civil liberties and take back our individual rights. Here on Southern Liberty, we will expose it all. With his musket on his back, the Declaration of Independence in one hand, and the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Roderick Threats. What's up, Southern Liberty family? Welcome back to another lovely episode of Southern Liberty. You know, the social lounge corner on Tuesdays. And you know how we do on this episode. We get in the social issues, mix it in with some psychology, 
and we apply it to our politics because it's it's all you know what I mean it's all combined right I mean our 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 psychological and the social aspects of our culture play into our politics that's why we do this on Tuesdays to give people a different look instead of the you know constant you know back and forth and Rick and Moreau with, with with our political opponents, you know, whether they be on our on our own side or the other side or whatever side they want to be, this gives you that relief and gives you an insight into, you know, what we what we see is happening. And remember, guys, this is strictly our opinions, and I hope it inspires you guys to look further into what we are saying to better understand the angle we're coming from. Now, obviously, none of us have PhDs and all this stuff behind our name, but you don't have to have letters behind your name or a piece of paper to observe society and the the psychosis and psychology of our culture and social dynamic when it comes to our politics, because it's really wide, like, like I say, wide, like outside. So today we're going to get into a very deep subject called fatalism and it, it fatalism can take so many different angles and directions right so you'll hear us talk about predetermination um determination um you know we're going to hear you're going to hear us talk about a lot of aspects that are within fatalism but ultimately in the end we're going to apply uh you, you'll see in the end that postmodernism will plays a role in today's version of fatalism because it, it it has has so many people in their mind all twisted up about what the outcome should be because another entity or another source tells them and shapes their their reality their you know their I guess their inroad of fatalism right instead of you know you know instead of being a predeterminist, Right. And setting yourself up for the outcome that you may want. They would rather be told. Right. And they have a terminus. That's what fatalists do. They have a a terminus when they're when they've been told a certain thing. They think that's all they're going to be. We're going to get into that all of that tonight. So it's going to get deep real quick and fast in a hurry. So let me go ahead and introduce my lovely co-host getting good old South Florida. Y'all know her very well. Miss Valerie Zen, what's going on, sister girl? Hey, I'm just sitting here waiting for the, the cyclone tropical storm named Fred to hit us on Saturday morning. I know, right? And then hopefully, yeah, I mean, on top of everything else, it just feels like, oh, God, not now. Don't do this. There's so much, there's too much going on, right? There is just too much going on. I, um... I really enjoyed listening live to uh, Governor Cuomo this morning giving his weepy goodbye speech. I mean, it was like nothing I've ever heard. He was just outside of himself. But what frightens me the most is who's jumping in to take his place might actually be worse than he is because we're talking about this issue of um, fatalism, which Sometimes it feels it feels like, uh oh, how are we going to get out of this mess? Um, I think 
very often, and this must happen to all of us because it happens to me on a constant level, you know, you, you hear something and you say, okay, okay, good, good. We're getting a handle on this. And then the next minute you hear something else and it's like, oh, that went down the drain. Now let's move on to the next thing. I was thinking today about, well, where does fatalism even start? How does it start? Because we, we're like, first of all, we're conditioned by the media, whether we know it or not. Even though we don't turn it on intentionally, we don't want to hear it, we know most of what's coming at us is not true, we are conditioned by the media. And we have been for 50 years, 100 years, since World War II. Uh -huh. We've all been driven in a certain direction by Hollywood, by TV, by radio, by everything we've become a part of in our culture. Um, so, so be that as it may, we are all affected in a, in a system that has defined itself already in our right. head. Mm -hmm. So I, I was thinking how it really starts early in our lives, fatalism. Because, yes. you know, you get a bad grade in a, in a topic in school, and the first thing you say is, well, I'm not good in math, or I'm not good in spelling, or I'm not, you know, you get defined by, at the beginning, what a teacher says to you, or a right. bad report card. You know, it, right. it, it gets internalized, right, fatalism. So it starts at a young age, and then... You, you it grows into maybe not trusting your own judgment because people kind of do you wrong, mm -hmm. and then and then you don't trust them, and it becomes like uh, an attitude that you carry around like a backpack on you personally, and then as you get older, you realize the government is messed up, and you 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 start throwing your hands up in the air. And you say, hmm, I give up. Once you say that, you've become fatalistic. I give up. Yes, you do. I can't. You know, I, 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 I was looking through some things earlier today, and I remember Sam Harris talking about determinism versus fatalism, something that you basically mm -hmm. just brought up. I don't want to play this clip real quick for everyone. So they, okay. they get a little insight to, to what we're what we're getting into here. So y'all listen at this with a little bit of curiosity and then we'll we'll come back. To talk about determinism as a fact is not to argue for fatalism. People often confuse any description of determinism with fatalism. So they think, well, if everything's, just, if everything's determined, why do anything? I'll just sit back and see what happens. So I'll just throw the oars out of the boat. Okay, th this is a sign of confusion because, first of all, it's extremely difficult to do. Just, just I recommend that you one day try it. Just stay in bed all day waiting for something to happen. You're going to get impatient, you're going to get restless, you're going to want to eat something, you're going to be moved by impulses, uh, which you'll then have to choose to resist in order to sit and just wait and see what happens. So, it, so doing nothing is itself a choice that has its own consequences, and it, and it becomes very difficult to do. So you're just, you, can't, you can't step out of the stream of, of uh, 
being lived by your unconscious mental processes which are showing up as conscious intentions, emotions, moods, desires, etc. But the, the fact that our choices depend upon prior causes doesn't mean that choice doesn't matter. Choice is part of this causal stream of, of the human mind and, and, and our world. So, so the proximate cause of my writing a book on free will was my deciding to write a book on free will. You, you can't write a book by accident, although some people seem to manage it, frankly. <laughs> so, so my choice to write it was one of the primary reasons it came into being. So, so decisions and effort and willpower and discipline, all of these things matter. These are, these are causal states of the brain that have an effect upon our actions and the world. So, so the choices we make in life are as important as most people want to believe they are, but they are part of the, the stream of causality. And so fatalism clearly doesn't make any sense. The idea that the future is going to be whatever it's going to be, independent of what you think and do, that clearly is, is untrue. He's exactly right. That, yeah. He is exactly yeah. right in that regard. Because, like, like you, like you mentioned, right? So, so many people get in their head because of the outside influences telling them that, you know, that you're going to be I- I- incapable, right? And, and you know, we, we see this all the time, right? We're, even with our own family and friends, they'll tell you, "Oh, you'll never make it." You know what I mean? You you come okay. from. You know, you, you come from dirt poor. You don't have the knowledge to do this. And some people get into that mindset, right, of, okay, I'll never be able to do it because my, my family is telling me this or my own group of people are telling me this, right? But then right. you have those ones that have the determinism aspect. And it was like, you know what? No, I'm going to get out here and prove y'all wrong. Like, we're done here, Right. And they go, they seek out, even if they fail, at least those people that, 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 you know, that stand on determinism can say, I tried it regardless of what you told me. And I learned a lot from this experience. So if I do decide to pursue this again, I know what mistakes not to do next time when I try this again, but I will succeed. And a little bit of that too is a little bit of predeterminism also that's mixed in there there into there too. Cause I mean you have to be predetermined to complete this task even regardless of uh, of people telling you that you can't do it. You already should already have that mindset automatically. So I think a lot of a lot a lot of that falls in the reason a lot of people fall into fatalism is because of the mere fact that people are not predetermined to accomplish the task instead of just taking what's thrown at them at face value. You got the answer wrong. Okay, you're wrong. You'll never be able to do this. Instead of like, no, I can do this right. Uh, everybody else got it right. So I can continue on and try to get this right. And, and not, if not only get it right, but to improve on what I have done. For sure. You know, um, I've heard, you know, so many people are in different spaces with fatalism. I mean, I've been speaking to people who just look at me and say, well, you know what? 
I think it's just all in God's hands. And I, I walk away, I don't say, you know, I'm not going to argue somebody's belief system or that it's all in God's hands. I think God gives us what we are predetermined to be, but we must take action. This planet is not predestined by God. God gives us the strength and the power or whatever you know you choose to believe is a is a higher power gives us this ability to do to do and and look i've had to accept in life some people were just sent here to sleep this lifetime they just are sleeping and you cannot shake them awake but you know this thing of um hmm uh, fatalism. I I think that there are also a lot of insane people that we take in and consider consider we hand over our power to them, especially government, especially politicians, doctors, medical science. We just hand it over instead of saying, "Wait a minute, I might know as much, if not more." than this person and therefore I'm going to step back and I'm going to, or I'm going to, going to resist and I find that more and more people are getting to a point where they're so confused that they're feeling that this is just determined. It's just supposed to be this way and I, I certainly beg to differ and I, I, would, I would ask anybody who gets stuck in that rut to take some time out and clear yourself because we, we're in the last stage of fighting for this country. I mean, we, we, we have been um, saturated in this system that had a lot of mind control going on with us and, you know, if you look at, like, um, I think the Russian Revolution is, for me, a great piece of history to look at. You, you would think, um, it, was it inevitable? In, what's inevitable about history? What is inevitable about history? It, it always repeats inevitable. itself. It always repeats itself. It always, yes, it does. So, political fatalism... I mean, this, I think this is what we're, we're all dealing with now, political fatalism. Like, on so many different levels, everybody's like wallowing. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...around. Um, today I was watching Mike Lindell's symposium, and, you know, this is a... Talk about a guy that never gives up. Never gives up. Um, they, they took his site down first thing this morning as soon as he came on. Then they started messing with right side broadcasting. Then he had three 
incredible people that were flying here from, I believe, the state of Colorado this evening. And um, their offices were raided while they were on the plane. And he, he freaked out at the end of the symposium. And I said to myself, you know, he was doing so good today. I was really feeling like, wow, he really put this together and he really did a great job. And then he lost it this evening. And it was kind of upsetting to see that. But you know, we, we are living in a, in a very, very difficult time right now. And maybe, may, just maybe, this is, is our fate. Maybe, and I've said this before, we're just supposed to be here right now. There is some fatalism in all of this, in, in all of us. I think we're supposed to be strong now. We're supposed to not give up. We're supposed to fight. We're supposed to stand up. Um, you know, we, we all, all of us that are conservatives that, that feed into each other's positive energy as best we can, I think um, we see a real social revolution. And I certainly don't know where this is going to go, but it looks like it's happening faster than any of us wanted to. I think that when we look at fate, we can look at it positively, we can look at it negatively, or we can be someplace in the middle. Because like I said, we go up and we go down, and we go up and down, we're back and forth. But it's important to get off the seesaw and stand up and walk around it a couple of times to get your balance. Because we're yes. on the seesaw every single day. Yeah, and that, that's yeah. The, that's that's the honest truth. Because I mean, you, you mentioned you mentioned basically what we were going to be discussing is political fatalism, right? And it's gotten it's it, it has gotten America to a point where each side is entrenched. There's no there's no more middle ground. Mm-hmm. To, to be honest, right? Because you have the left thinking. The right are a bunch of political dummies, right? Like right. your facts, everything you say is false. Everything I say is correct and do not want to even engage with opposing opinion unless they want to cancel you, this, that, or third. And you know what? The right is getting just as bad in this, right? They, they are looking at the left and saying, all of you guys are, are, are dumb idiots, et cetera, et cetera, and won't accept any facts coming from the other side because it goes against their ideology and what they believe. Now, again, we, we have always said that we, we are we are all alike in so many aspects here and agree on so many different things, but just the methods to get there are different. We can't even get right. to that point because we, we have been so r- radicalized by the media, by the political talking heads, any of that. So it's like no it's like your own side only exists. Right? I don't think we will ever see a middle ground because eventually what what this separation does and there's no meeting in the middle is gonna create a lot of nihilism on both sides. Now we have a huge problem 
if we start having mm-hmm. nihilism really permeate the ranks all the way through because nobody's going to work together because everybody's going to think, oh, you have an agenda or, you know, whatever, it, you know, the extreme skepticism that's going to come from trying to work with someone across, you know, from uh, opposing political uh, ideology or political party. And we see that now we hear bipartisan, right? My, 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 my nihilist in me kicks in. It's like, wait a minute. Really? Bipartisan? Come on, man. Are you kidding me? Because we know we uh, us folks that pay attention to politics, especially the folks, you know, on the right and folks like me that are civil libertarians that don't subscribe to left or right. We see this. Right. And we're like, um, uh, uh, who, who pulled whose arm for this one? What favor are you getting for jumping on? Like, prime example, this infrastructure bill, right? There was, like, what, 20 20, uh, 20 Democrats, 19 Democrats that jumped on board? I mean, 19 Republicans that jumped on board to pass the bill through the Senate? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, really? It's sickening. Yeah, and it's like, y'all were just saying that we're spending too much money but then here y'all are offering up the 19 votes for it. You know what? You know what I want to know, Rod? And I, and I really, I really mean this. And I said it before on the radio. How can we get to a place where we all sign something and agree as an entire collective? Not to pay tax. <laughs> I feel Good like luck. we need to starve. I know we need to starve them out. It's 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 like you know we we can hear everything that the amount of money they're spending and everything they're passing and it feels so overwhelming, which I think is at the base of fatalism. We feel overwhelmed. And it is an overwhelming time right now. It's it's yeah. hard. Yeah, and you know, so you were talking about nihilism. I mean, that's like this philosophy that claims that life is without any meaning. You know, if you adopt nihilism, your whole operating system gains nothing. Nihilism. That's right. Why would we? Why would we care about being a good person? Why would we care about stealing? Why would we care about taking care of other people? There would be no reason to do anything. But like you said, lying in bed all day. What, why, how do you justify your existence if you feel that there's no point anymore? I think when you reach that precipice, when you reach that stage, you just got to stand up and say, oh, well, you know what? If our time is done, then what have I got to lose? Didn't Donald Trump say that? What have you got to lose? I mean, yes, it's re- yes, I, think, I think that that statement is true right now. What do we have to, we have everything to lose. So why would we give up? Yeah, that that's that's exactly right. I mean, we sit here and and and, and you know again amidst this political um, fatalism we're in, and 
we literally, and it looks like the people that are liberty-minded and folks on the right are under, I mean, we're under constant attack, right? Because the left controls all the institutions, right? So they can craft any narrative, right, they want against any political opponent and make it stick like super glue. So we're we're not only fighting the literal change of our culture at this point, but the literal change of our political structure is what we're, I mean, we're up again. I mean, you know, it's, it's literally like we're looking at the walls of Jericho and, and, we we don't have any predetermination because we've been we, we that wall has been built so high that we we have in a sense become nihilist in a sense because we're looking at that wall as like why do y'all have this wall up why like are, are you guys serious were you guys you know we start questioning these things and then we get that also train of thought going along the nihilism line is like that wall really isn't real, is it? Right? It's like what 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 are you you know, it goes back to the question, what are you really hiding? Like where are you hiding oh, from? Well, you, I think we know I think ahead. we know that. <laughs> no, we know that they're hiding everything. We we, we get that now. That's become mm-hmm. real. They're thieves, they steal, they're ugly, they're demons. We have demons running our whole political environment right now. I've never seen such a, a load of satanic demons running wild in all directions. They are changing our society and culture at such a rapid rate of high speed. I've never seen anything like this before. So it's frightening, but then again, if... I saw somebody say um, today, I lost my husband in a tragedy. I lost my 27-year-old son in a tragedy. So therefore, nothing really scares me anymore. And that really, that really opened up a thought process to me. Wow, that is really true. If you have had, you know, some really... Um, emotional experiences in your life, it's actually a gift because it hardens you. It softens you in one way, but it also hardens you to that place where you say, okay, you can't hurt me now. I've already had all I can take, so I'm going to get out there and fight. And I think that that's the spirit we have to reach into because it really is in all of us. We've all suffered losses. We've all suffered really hard time in life. And if we can just extract the strength from that, we can get through this because at this point, it's one day at a time. It's one. I don't think we have till 2022. I'm just going to step out and make that statement right now. Everybody that's listening, we do not have until 2022. We'll be swallowed up by then. And that's not, um, Uh, a fatal um, place that I'm coming from. I'm coming from reality. 
Right. We, we have to be in the middle of, of pessimism and optimism. We have to be realistically optimist. I mean, or realistically pessimist, because right now both directions serve us uh, to bring the truth, you know, right. inside. And and it right? invokes preparation. It invokes preparation oh, yeah. to the utmost degree because. You know, it's like you don't know the pessimistic side of you is like, okay, it's about to go downhill. But the realist side of you says it's going to end up, it's going to get better and there's going to be a little bit of struggle. So, you know, you, you, you see it both ways. It's like there's going to be a bit of a struggle. How harsh is it going to be? So we're prepared 100% when it, com- when it comes to this. But we got to run the break real quick. We got to pay some bills real okay. quick. So y'all get y'all cheese crackers, wine, all that good stuff. And when I come back, I got a piece that I'm going to play from Jordan Peterson that he's actually going to allow me to play on my show from one of his symposiums from earlier this year. So when we come back, I'll play that and we're going to get into the subject matter of that particular clip. See y'all in six. I'm Connell McShane. This is the Fox Business Report. The Dow and S&P 500 rising to new record highs after the Senate passed the $1 trillion infrastructure plan. The Dow rising 163 points, the Nasdaq down 72, S&P 500 up 4. And shares of WW International are tanking in the extended session after the company formerly known as Weight Watchers reported second quarter sales below Wall Street expectations and said it ended the quarter with fewer members than it had expected. And shares of Boston Beer dropped 3% after the brewer announced a partnership with PepsiCo to create an alcoholic Mountain Dew drink called Hard Mountain Dew. And Dollar Tree is going on a hiring spree and is hosting a nationwide event this Saturday to look for full and part-time workers. Dollar Tree will pay a $1,000 signing bonus with the opportunity of incentive pay. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Hillary Barsky, invested in you. School's out for summer. But if your business is running QuickBooks, you'll never get a break. Their manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays will leave you scrambling for the numbers you need. Failing to graduate to NetSuite will leave you stuck in summer school while your friends party. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. Automate your processes with NetSuite and close your books in no time. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control since graduating to NetSuite. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to graduate. Head to NetSuite.com slash Fox right now. NetSuite.com slash Fox. NetSuite.com slash Fox. It's a start. I'm Lisa Lacerra, Fox News. President Biden with praise for the Senate passage of roughly $1 trillion infrastructure package that is billions earmarked for roads, bridges, railroads, and broadband. America's often had the greatest prosperity and made the most progress when we invest in America itself. 
And that's what this infrastructure bill does. But the president is also calling on the Senate to move forward with a much larger package, a $3.5 trillion bill. Democrats have said is for human infrastructure, which focuses more on social programs like free community college and free universal pre-K and green initiatives. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell is worried about the price tag of the larger package. Overall inflation has risen at the fastest rate in nearly 13 years. Core inflation hit its highest level in almost 30 years. And McConnell has called the items in the bill a socialist wish list, but Democrats have said they will use a budget resolution called reconciliation, which doesn't require Republican support to pass. President Biden said he respects the decision by New York Governor Andrew Cuomo to step down after a civil investigation found he sexually harassed nearly a dozen women. The president talked about the job Cuomo did as governor. He's done a hell of a job. And, uh, I mean, both on everything from access to voting to infrastructure to a whole range of things. That's why it's so sad. Cuomo made the announcement this afternoon without contacting the White House. He will leave office in 14 days. Stevie Nicks has announced she's canceling appearances at five music festivals, citing concerns about the surge in COVID cases, including at the Jazz Aspen Festival in Colorado in September. In a statement, she said while she is vaccinated, she's being extremely cautious with hopes of a brighter 2022. America is listening to Fox News. But if your business is running QuickBooks, you'll never get a break. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system. No matter how big your business grows, with visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow, all in one place. NetSuite is offering a -a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to graduate. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Head to NetSuite.com slash Fox right now. NetSuite.com slash Fox. Changes at the Postal Service could give new meaning to the term snail mail. Effective October 1st, the financially troubled U.S. Postal Service will begin slowing down some first-class mail deliveries from three-day service standards to five-day service standards while raising the price of a first-class postage stamp to 58 cents. The move receiving pushback from the Postal Service's Inspector General, members of Congress, and Attorneys General in 20 states. Postmaster General Lewis DeJoy last week said that USPS posted a $3 billion quarterly net loss and that it can't continue with the status quo. Jeff Manasso, Fox News. Another South Florida condo building was evacuated some six weeks after the collapse of a Surfside condominium. The eight-story building in Miami with 138 units was evacuated last night. City officials say the building failed to obtain a 40-year safety recertification and had several other violations. Inspectors say they found issues with columns in the main building and in the detached elevated garage. 98 people died in the Surfside collapse last month.
another retail employer offering incentives to get people to work for them. Dollar Tree is hosting a nationwide hiring event on Saturday and will pay a $1,000 signing bonus with the opportunity of incentive pay. Dollar Tree says it needs full and part-time order fillers, maintenance technicians, warehouse associates, and other employees. The event is being held at all 26 of its U.S. distribution centers. Dollar Tree also started a program that allows workers to be paid between traditional paydays, and it has an education assistance plan. Ginny Kosolda, Fox News. Wall Street, a mixed day for the major indexes. The Dow up 162, the Nasdaq down 72, the S&P up four points. I'm Lisa Lissara, and this is Fox News. School's out for summer. But if your business is running QuickBooks, you'll never get a break. Their manual processes, integration difficulties, and glitchy delays will leave you scrambling for the numbers you need. Failing to graduate to NetSuite will leave you stuck in summer school while your friends party. NetSuite by Oracle is the number one cloud financial system, no matter how big your business grows. With visibility and control of your financials, inventory, HR, e-commerce, and more, NetSuite is everything you need to grow all in one place. Automate your processes with NetSuite and close your books in no time. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility and control since graduating to NetSuite. Special financing is back. NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind financing program to those ready to graduate. Head to NetSuite.com slash Fox right now. NetSuite.com slash Fox. NetSuite.com slash Fox. Yes, sir. Welcome back. Southern Liberty. Appreciate y'all hanging loose for a hot minute. Hopefully you got your fingers stretched out, your legs stretched out, and your brain exercise a little bit. We're going to get back into this brain <laughs> exercise we're calling fatalism. And I got a clip from Jordan Peterson I want to uh, play for y'all real quick here that kind of puts everything into perspective of what we're seeing and obviously me and Miss Val will discuss this clip. So y'all hang y'all hang on hang, hang on to your to your belt buckles. And so what we see in front of us is a an array of potential universes. And those are the universes that we could bring about as a consequence of our actions. And it and we make choices to the right or the left. There's a lot of mythological speculation about that sort of idea too in, in an ethical sense because we decide what sort of reality that we want to bring into being. And so we encounter potential like God did at the beginning of time when he made order out of chaos. Chaos is this chaotic potential. We confront chaotic potential with our consciousness and we cast that into reality. And that, now then you think, well, is that really the case? Well, that's hard to say because there are limits to our knowledge about consciousness and about reality. But if you treat yourself like you're a free moral agent with choice and that you can determine your, the course of your life, then you seem to get along better with yourself and to be less anxious and to be more productive. And if you treat other people like that, that they're free agents that are making voluntary choices about how reality is going to come into being, and you reward them when they do it properly and you punish them 
uh, or otherwise discipline them when they don't, when they do it badly, then your relationships with them seem to work. And then if we predicate our society on the presupposition that each individual human being is capable of doing just that, then we seem to have extremely functional societies. And so, and this is something that Sam Harris has been taken to task for many times, is if you dispense with the idea of free will, how is it you organize your relationship to yourself, your interactions with your family, and your relationships with the broader social community? It's a very complicated issue. So I believe strongly that we have free will, that we're responsible for our choices. Those choices are constrained in many, many ways. I think there's a gradient of free will from free out into the future to increasingly constrained as the present manifests itself to deterministic in the moment, when, when in the moment of action, we, ent we might think that we enter the realm of deterministic causality at the moment of action, something like that. That's how it looks to me. I'm going to start with you, Ms. Val. Yeah, you know, years ago, I saw this movie called Slider, and it was exactly what would happen if your life took the slightest turn or change. They did this movie where this woman got on a subway train and left to go to work. She got to work and went about her ordinary day. That same person leading a side-by-side -side life missed the train, got held up by five minutes, forgot something she left in her apartment, went back into her apartment, found her husband in bed with another woman, and her life was changed forever. So you actually watched two parts of this same person based on things that happened by mistake and how different her life was based on five minutes of a different situation. Every time we throw the rock in the water, it changes, it moves, it changes the water. It's really amazing today to see how much our relationships have changed with everybody. And I think it's become on some level easier when you find your true family and people that it's more, much more comfortable to speak with and talk with as opposed to people that you thought were your friends or your close family and now you just have such an, a different outlook on this culture that has changed us and, and moved us in directions we never would have dreamed imaginable, even back three years ago, two years ago. We've all jumped into this new reality. So I really, I, re, I enjoyed what this uh, fellow Peterson said. I think I've seen him on TV once give a, give a speech. Um, a very smart, very intuitive being. Um, what, what do you think about um, our reality and the choices that we make. I mean, the, the thing, like, this goes back to free will, right? And, and yes. free will is the the literal antithesis of fatalism, 
right? It, it's it, it's the what it's the only thing that can take out fatalism, mm-hmm. right? Because then when, when when you exercise your free will, understand you have free will, right? Then you start getting into predeterminism. Like I know if what I do now will predetermine my future. Right? That's the free world of free thinking person. Now, the the reality of the whole thing is people stop at the predetermination stage and don't follow through with the actions that they they that they perceive to be their predetermined, you know, the, the 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 future that they want for their life, right? That's when they start sliding into fatalism. Now, we're gonna mm-hmm. now, now. Let's apply that to the political space. Okay, Donald Trump was the rock in the water. Yep. Right. Donald Trump jumped into the political waters. All hell broke loose. So right. everybody that had this predisposition about their friends and the people they kept close to them were really challenged. Because Donald Trump jumped into, he literally jumped into the kiddie pool and splashed everybody and literally like washed the mud off of their face like, whoa. And then in in some cases, it drew us together. But it also created the echo chambers, which is now our political reality. We are all we are in echo chambers. Now. We, we, we don't open up, and, and again, as I we kind of glossed over a little bit in the first half, that we, we, can't, we can't talk to the other side because they have cut that relationship off because of someone jumping in the kiddie pool and getting their hair wet. And it's your fault because you're okay with the guy jumping in the pool and got my hair wet when I just got it when I just paid, spent $500. Well, guess what? Your ass should have never been in the pool if you spent $500 on your hair. Right? You should have been sending outside the pool, right? Or or and not get your hair wet. Now, let let, let, let let's apply that in into the reality, right? If you would not have got so immersed into Donald Trump, you would have seen through the lies and you would not have risked your relationships with people because of one individual. I mean, heck, people got divorced because Donald Trump jumped into the kiddie pool and splashed them. Right? And yeah. that and that within itself, right, is a lack of free thinking, which is a product of free will. Which at that point, fatalism, they're they're, they're their their reality of fatalism has seeped in. It's like, well, this person is going to be evil person forever because they backed an individual I think is horrible, and they've already backed themselves in a corner. Well, they've backed us in a corner too. We're demonized. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're, we're thinking, yeah. I mean, y- you know. There's so many issues, but if you look at like even the environment and what they're packing into this new bill that they're signing, if you if you look at these evil beings who see the world as an environmental threat, 
that we're under, it really makes people feel powerless. And because they feel powerless about uh, climate change and all the dirt in the oceans and we're drowning in our own trash and there's no hope for our planet Earth, it, it overrides everything else that they do to the point where it makes no sense. Right. How can you feel that your garbage pail or the air you breathe or the steak that you eat or as one person that's a grain of sand in this vast universe, you're the person that's messing up the environment. And, and that's a very difficult thing to deal with when you're talking to a super environmentalist, green deal, hippy-dippy, uh, soy drinking, you know, it's very difficult because they feel like that is the overriding issue for progress, the progressive movement, you know, and you don't stand a chance in that argument. You, you just do not. You cannot no. win it. And I, and I, you can't even get them to see your side. It's a dead end. It's a, it's a, it's a wall that they've put up. And I think it is the same for guns. I think that whether, whether some of these events that we've seen in the past two years have been staged against Donald Trump, against the Second Amendment, against our Constitution, um, that also has, has a, a very fatalistic attitude tied to it. Um, it's just an issue that both sides cannot agree on. It, it just it puts us into this place of a giant bridge in front of us. And, and there's, yep. there's probably yeah, three or four issues that put, put us on opposing ends of a bridge, and we just can't hardly see the other person anymore. They're too right. far away. Yep. And, and and that's what fatalism does because people that are I almost call fatalism almost like a religion almost right because you know it, it's yeah. an internal belief of you know what I mean uh, of of a particular destiny right because we we notice a lot of people that have very strong fatalistic beliefs you know they they mm -hmm. for example they perceive that um. Uh, uh, like something like health, right, is beyond one's control instead of depending on, you know, chance, luck or fate or God, right? Depend on whoever you call God or the creator, whoever, whoever you want to call that person, right? And with those fatalistic beliefs, they need control, right? They need, uh, they, they need the control to curate the future, the way they want it. So in a way, right, and, and it's funny how a lot of these things intertwine between determinism, fatalism, nihilism, right? They they all yeah. in a way have, they're intertwined because like, let's take for example, the gun, the, 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 the gun control nuts, right? The gun control nuts, okay? They see as they cannot control people that have guns because they think all the law-abiding law citizens with guns are killing people. So what do they do? <laughs> they use they use their fatalistic view to impose try to impose gun control 
on a mass of people instead of depending on the good nature of the good people to weed out the bad ones that are in their midst. But also with that, right, it's not the responsibility of the individuals that are gun gun owners or gun carriers to weed out the bad ones. We have to leave that to, to chance, luck, and fate and the creator to help weed this evil out. But the, the, these people, these gun control freaks, these fatalist control freaks, they think they will play God above everyone mm-hmm. else and try to curb everyone's behavior when it comes to guns by limiting ammunition, by limiting the amount of guns that you, you know, that, that you have, etc. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So they can have their pre their predetermined outcome. And and did you ever try to, to make sense of that with them and say, well, listen, the bad people, the criminals, are always going to get guns. They're always going to get guns in the black market, in the underground market. They're always going to get them. So you want to take away our ability to protect ourselves in our own homes? Well, that just doesn't make any sense. And they look at you, you know, with those open eyes and attitude. You didn't get through. Something so commonsensical, something so simple. I usually don't even go down that road. I usually tell them, uh, I usually just flat out tell them, you can go purchase a gun to protect yourself from the bad people. Right? Because I I phrase it. Oh, no, I can't. I I don't want to carry a gun. That's what I hear them all say. I don't want to carry a gun. Okay. Then who should carry the gun? Right. Who should carry the gun against the bad guy? You know, because the criminals again, should carry the guns. If they kill us, that's my fate. They killed. They killed me. I, yep. I don't want to carry. I hear this all the time. Yep. I don't want to carry a gun. Okay, well that's your right. But some people do, and half the country does. You know, I keep having this futuristic vision, and maybe it's not too far in the future. I really, really, really believe that we, the patriotic Americans, have to physically get to the border. I keep having, like, a French Revolution vision, and I can't, I can't snap it out of my head. I don't see any way to stop what's happening now other than by using physical force. I don't like to think that way. I like to think we can do things by by changing our government or working with the forces that be, but the other side is not abiding by the Constitution. They're not working legally anymore. They're doing whatever the hell they want, and I think we need to get there quick. We need to get there quick. I know we would all protect our own homes. And, and so far, we have a right to do that. But 
in terms of going out and protecting our country and not allowing this millions and millions of people to run in and be in our schools with diseases and, and they don't speak a word of our language and unable to assimilate and many of them criminals and unchecked. This is scary for everyone. And I think the only way to stop it is not through the government. That's right. I'm just saying that. You know, it's the truth. I mean, because America is our house. I mean, if we really want to be technical, I mean, let, let, I mean, let's go down the road a second, right? The American citizen, right, in, intended the role of the citizen intended by the founders was self-governance, right? Government right. is just there to protect the citizens if and when necessary nothing else this is our house we pay taxes right i mean think about this a minute right we pay even though we pay property taxes we also pay taxes to the federal government which disperses money amongst the land and govern interstate commerce with our tax money we own this land we have every right as citizens to go and protect that border because this is our house. I agree. This is our house. And there's nothing in the Constitution that bounds us or stops us from protecting that border if we wish. It only binds the federal government from what they can do to the American people. So that border is our house. That's our front door. We have every right to go and defend it. But what the federal government has done with with groups like the, uh, what are they called? The Arizona uh, Border Recon Group and the, um, right. what's the other group? The United Constitutional Patriots Group. Um, especially when they arrested their, um, their, uh, their, one of their top guys, Larry Hopkins, um, a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. They show the federal government showed the people that you don't have any say in what's happening in our country, right? Even the government has fallen into, I, I, I guess we can call it predetermined fatalism, right? Because they know what their end goal is, and they're going to push right. through to get to that goal. Of letting all these people in and replacing different populations in cities and states of people so they can continue to have their way. And this is this is where this is where political fatalism is literally a usurpation of liberty. Because if this is our land, right? This land is mm-hmm. this land is my land, right? Yeah, y'all y'all know the song. Yeah. Then we need to start acting like it. We need to say, you know what? We got a million people masked at the border. Since y'all don't want to stop it, I guarantee you, Border Patrol would gear, would, would would love the help. Exactly. If Border Control. They're not allowed to do their job. Then maybe we, the people, should get our rear ends down there with our muskets on our back, 
That's right. And do this job, right? Yep, I mean, exactly. They're not going to lock up a million the, people. No, they're not. What What else can we do at this point? What, we just sit here and watch this? This is fatalism. Just to sit here, and I mean, I think we have... We have military forces in this country. We have young, younger men, um, people that really would do this if we formed a posse. I mean, I think we need to form a posse and hit that border. We can't sit back and let them destroy our country, our people, our state of mind. They're destroying everything. And it, ha- it I'm not blaming anybody because it did happen way too fast to, to form that posse. But, you know, it's never too late. It's never too late to take action and do something. And, you know, I, I want everybody to get online and go to the Convention of States and please sign the petition that's there because there really are people out there that are looking to do things and take action. It's just that we all need to find them and come together quickly. Quickly. We have to be relentless at this point. We can't sit back and wait for the law. The law is not working anymore in our favor. It's not even giving us a chance. They're raiding people's offices. They're bleaching proof out. They're shutting down our media, they're, they're grabbing us by the asses and saying, uh-uh, you come this way, not that way. This is violent. They're treating us in a violent fashion. China is, is our, our major abuser. We're being abused. Let, let, me just, let me just cut to the chase. We're being abused right now by foreign forces, by our own government, by progressive lunatics all around us, we are being abused. The people that, our constitution is being abused. Our country is being abused. This is unacceptable anymore. We, we, we can't give in to the mafia. We're actually being run by the mafia right now. And if you think about what Rudy Giuliani did in New York City, he took down the crime families. He did use the police force. Guess what? We're the police force now. We are the police force. We, the people. I'm not calling the police because they're all leaving their jobs. I'm not looking to the government to solve any problems anymore. It's up to us. We have to do it. We got to get our, our guys, our military people, even our veterans here. Let's get to that border and let's start fighting this. Let's start making this about, no, you're not welcome here. Let's go there with signs, with ammunition of all kinds. I'm not saying necessarily guns, whatever ammunition. I don't care if we bring sticks and stones. We can go back to being cavemen. Let's put up our own border there and say, no, you can't come here. Go back. Go. Chase them away. Bring the herding dogs, the German shepherds, anything you got. Let's send them back. Yeah, that's right. What are they going to do? Arrest a million people? Mm -hmm. Who? 
Yeah, they're, they're yeah. not going to rest on me. And, and, and you, you know, we're, we're going to end this out. And you, you touched on something about the, the literally the government stepping on the Constitution because they think it's basically null and void. They're going to do whatever they want. But something interesting has came up in the news last couple of days, if y'all haven't been paying attention. But uh, Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has said that all active duty military personnel needs to be vaccinated by September 15th. Mm. Right, and God here's help what, us. Here's what, here's what's funny, and I'm about to put all of you on game here, right? And, and I've been holding back to see if someone was going to actually come with the correct answer on this. All right, now everyone is saying that you know the the um, uh, uh, the armed forces are, are forced to, you know, to take vaccinations anyway because they're part of the military and they are property of the U.S. government. Now, I've heard this conversation on both sides and I'm like, y'all are still missing the core issue. So let me put y'all on game. Tell me an executive branch agency that is able to mandate anything about property of the United States. Certainly not the CDC. Or the DOD. Okay, because people, if people go into the Constitution, right, if I, if I, if I remember correctly, it's the property clause, Article 4, Section 3, Clause 2, right? The Congress shall have power to dispose of and make all needful Rules and regulations respecting the territory or other property belonging to the United States. When does the DOD have authority to mandate vaccines upon U.S. property? They made it up. Hmm. Hmm. Congress passed a law that active military needs to have vaccines for different things. They passed a law for that like they were supposed to. This right here, this right here is literally a violation of the property clause. And no one, no one has caught it. Yeah. Again, this is, again, the federal government. Overstepping, Overreach. yeah, overreaching too. There are bounds, and Joe Biden is like, "Well, you know, I approve it." No, if you're no, a soldier, you you're a property of the U.S. government, and the property clause even includes the human beings too. Because when you sign that paper, you become the property of the U.S. government. Let's figure this out. Well, in, you know, Rod, what, what comes to my mind immediately, and I know we're going over a little bit, mm-hmm. but I think about how the, the uh, Chinese military is so strong at this point. What they're looking to do is get rid of us, get rid of our military. They just want to dispose of anybody with a spirit. You know, the uh, Chinese people are... Mind controlled already. They're easy. They'll let the people who are willing to be submissive uh, exist. 
and I use the word exist uh, in, a, in a negative way. They don't want us living. And this is, this is why we have to fight because at this point we have nothing to lose. They're going to they're try to kill us one way, one way or the other through our food chain, through what we breathe uh, in crowded places, air duct systems, um, our water, uh, turn off our electric. They are going to try to kill us. We have to fight back as a collective and it's got to be strong and with force. And I never thought I'd feel this way, but I think it's the only way. They're going to they're gonna run us into the ground. China is going to run the whole world. Uh, if you get a chance, everybody listening, find the little documentary that Michael Lindell played today about George Soros. And it's mind-altering. It's mind-altering. He did a history of him and created some videos that, you know, if you look at him and realize he's running almost all of this, one person, the, the big demon, running all the little demons to capture the entire world. This is a worldwide effort. And certainly we're the last bastion. So yes, it's really time to get off of our asses, yep. It's time to get off our behinds and get on it and be about it, about it. Ms. Fowler, I appreciate you this evening. Always, always great discussion. I hope everyone Thank you, got some brain tingling and teasing from all this. And go start trouncing around a little bit with fatalism and predeterminism and all that. And it will bring so many things into focus. For you that you never thought was right in front of your face. So y'all stay blessed, be well, and before I go, life, liberty, and happiness. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Southern Liberty Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.bpmg.us or leave a rating and review on iTunes. To catch all the latest from Roderick, you can follow him on social media at Man of Justice 007. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.